With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. I need a new word. I need two new words. I really do like synonyms. I'm a big fan of the the, the thesaurus. (laughs) Why does it have to be the thesaurus? You have to really slow down to say that. Try it. Try it really fast. You just sound like an idiot. You do. Just the thesaurus. I love thesaurus. We need another word for that, too. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, because every Friday I do Q&As. I do the questions and answers. So I got questions and answers, Q&As. Uh, and the only synonyms I can find that fit are query and response. That's it. There's nothing else. I've checked every thesaurus I own. <laughs> it always makes you sound like you have a lisp. So we're going to do a lot of questions today. My gosh. I appreciate all of you. Thank you. Thank you for challenging me with all of these questions. Some of them, I, I, I think we'll have some short answers to, but others maybe a little longer. But I'm going to try and get through a bunch today. I'm going for another record. And you can call your questions in to the podcast anytime at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Oh, yeah. And by the way, it's the podcast. You know what it is. You You picked this. But... We're talking real money. I'm Don McDonald. It's Friday. We do questions and answers, queries and responses, Q&A. And you can also send questions and you can type them at TalkingRealMoney.com on the comment form, or you can record your voice there. But today we're just going to do called in because now we have a backlog of called in. Sometimes we have a backlog of of spoken. Sometimes we have a backlog of written. Well, we always have a backlog of written. So we're trying to get through those as fast as possible. But Today, it's all phone calls at 855-935-8255. Thanks for all the great questions, and we should just get going. Hi. I am really enjoying your show. I've listened to it for a couple of days, so I'm new on board. But um, my husband and I have are blessed to have uh, about $200,000 that we don't need and I want to put it in something for our grandchildren who are all under the age of 10 and uh, I have, I'm, we have seven grandchildren and uh, so I wondered what I could uh, which direction to go with this and um, I would appreciate any advice, and thank you so much. Bye-bye. What a wonderful opportunity for your grandchildren. Wow. My first inclination is always to save for education because post-secondary education is just not cheap. Good good education isn't cheap. Even apprenticeships can be expensive and trade schools and the like. It depends on your grandkids, but if you believe 
your grandkids will go on to higher education, then they're going to need a lot of money. And you can take so much pressure off of them in their earliest years of semi-adulthood by saving them the, the pain of those student loans, at least some of that pain. And if they're all young, well, you've got an opportunity to put about $28,500 a piece into a 529 plan for each of those children. Now, give that 10 or 12 years in an age-based, low-cost mutual fund And we really like the Utah plan because it has inexpensive age-based products. We, we suggest it all the time. It is, um, it's, it's really a good plan. It's easy to deal with. Uh, it's at my 529.com, my 529.com, just the Utah plan and, uh, do age-based for each of the kids. 28.5 odds are good that they will have enough money for a decent, four-year education at most universities in the country. It it probably won't grow to an Ivy League education, but um, it certainly will supplement an Ivy League education, and it can save them from taking on debt during those first four years. And it's really crucial that that everybody gets some sort of a post-secondary education. I don't think college is necessarily for everyone. I'm a big fan of trade schools, but 529 money can be used for any education. Heck, it can even be used for uh, private schools, secondary education and primary education. So that's probably where I would start. The other places you could go, you have less control. The 529 gives you a great deal of control as the grandparents. Uh, And you can cede that control to the parents later. So I I think that would be the way I would suggest going. I think your grandchildren will thank you profusely um, when they're older for this kind of a huge gift. Thank you for the call. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. 855-935-8255. And here's the next call. Yes. Hi, Ron and Don. My name is Dee, and I'm from Seattle, I'm 78 years old, 78-year-old lady. I'm retired. On the radio the other day, I heard this, but I don't understand at all. A law was passed, and it says that uh, everybody in the U.S. needs to buy long-term care insurance. It's a law, and I don't understand this at all. I have enough money, I, th- I believe, in my IRA to pay for any long-term care insurance. I don't have any right now. Could, I'm so confused. What do I do? And do I need to buy this? Thank you very much, and I do love your show. Bye-bye. Don't you worry, D. That is absolute baloney. That's baloney. That's bull. It's not true. There is no, nor is there any pending legislation that would require national long-term care insurance participation. It is some sort of a scare technique to get you to call them for them to sell you something. Ignore these misleading ads. Now, the only thing I was thinking about going, what could these be confused with? And the only thing I can think of, you do live in Washington state. And Washington State recently passed a a tax 
to help pay for a portion of long-term care, and it is a mandatory tax on employees unless they had, and the operative word here is had, it's too late, unless they already had in place a long-term care plan. So maybe that's where the confusion arises, but there is no national requirement, nor can I imagine anyone ever creating such a monster. So, uh, I mean, there may be someday some sort of a payroll taxed long-term care insurance on a national level. Who knows? But no, there's no mandate that you go out and buy long-term care insurance. You are fine just the way you are. And we thank you. Once again, anytime, call the number 855-935-TALK. Leave your questions at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. And here's our next call. Hi, Tom. Hi, Don. This is Teresa, and I'm a vestry client. And recently, going through my mother's paperwork, she's 93, so she has a very low-risk um, profile. She um, came to my attention that has she only has $71,000 in her savings account. She's not drawing any interest. So that's her banking savings account. On top of that, she has a $26,000 life insurance policy, and also something in the terms of about 14000 I think, in some sort of an annuity. And I'm trying to make sense of all this. And my thought is consolidate. But um, with her low risk tolerance, what's the best act for her to do right now where she could tap into money as needed and make a little bit of interest off the money? Because right now it's not going to last her very long with just such a low amount. She's super healthy. She's a, a crazy, you know, lady who can easily live to 100 so it's it's a concern all right thanks guys bye hey Teresa, thanks for being a vestry client we really truly appreciate that um and good for you helping your mom but we know that can be kind of tricky and you're not sure what to do which is why we do something for all of our clients your immediate both direction up or down family members are entitled to free help trying to get their portfolio properly allocated. And in your mom's case, she does need some help properly allocating it, but we have to get into the nitty gritty. We have to, and that's where the advisor will help you contact your advisor and say, Don told me to call you and get some help with my mom's account. Because right now I don't know how much she needs to have in an emergency fund, immediately liquid. I don't know what the terms are of this life insurance policy, whether it's a cash value and it may be worth cashing out. I mean, does anybody really need to profit from her demise? It just depends. You have to look at the numbers. The uh, the the rest of the, the annuity money, again, don't know about the annuity. But if you go to your vestry advisor, they will help you and they're, they're going to help and they'll talk to your mom if need be and work with her. And it's again, it's a it's a service we've provided since inception to all of our clients, your kids, your parents. Heck, we'll probably even help your grandkids. So uh, call, call your advisor or send them a note. Thanks so much. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a client. Okay, well, you know the number, 855-935-TALK. Let's, we're moving right along. Let's do another call. Hi, my name's Kevin. I'd like to set up a backdoor Roth um, IRA. My wife currently has a, uh, a standard IRA that's worth about $10,000, 
And so my understanding is we can't have both that IRA and a Roth IRA, but then also the Roth IRA, we're um, over, we're 55 years old, so we understand we can make a $7,000 deposit into that. So can you tell us uh, what do we do with my wife's old um, IRA so that we can get a Roth IRA set up? Enjoy the show. At first, I thought we were going to be just talking about a backdoor Roth, but you said some things that changed the direction I was going to take, because it may be that you don't really need a backdoor Roth. You said that you could fund a Roth for $7,000, and if you're over 50, that's true. Uh, Both you and your wife can, if you both have earned income. Her IRA, that $10,000 IRA, yes, that would, part of that would be taxed if you created a backdoor IRA, which is creating a non-deductible IRA and then moving that into a Roth. But you don't need to do that unless your income is above 200 and some odd thousand bucks a year, your adjusted gross. So it may be that you're just plain old eligible for Roths. If your income is 200 or less, you're definitely eligible for Roths. So both of you ought to just fund a Roth. Forget the whole concept of a backdoor Roth. Heck, backdoor Roths will probably go away someday anyway. Um, and they're for people who make above the amount that allows you to take uh, or to create a Roth. So if you're below that amount, just do the Roths. Don't worry about the backdoor. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Next call's up. Oh, hi. My name's Mary, and I keep getting these things on my uh, cell phone. And the question is, are you a homeowner with a mortgage less than $625,000? Then you might want to see this. And then you punch it, and I just don't know if that is a whole bunch of baloney or what that is really about. Um, and I didn't, couldn't tell you what that was about either because I, that's gone. But I keep getting those things. It's almost like we're going to give you, we're going to pay off your mortgage or we're going to give you $94,000 if you fill out this form. So obviously things like that are too good to be true. And it must be very much a bunch of baloney. Anyway, that would be great to know that question. Thanks again. Bye-bye. <laughs> Mary? Scam alert. Scam alert. This is absolutely a scam. No doubt. I get these all the time. I don't know what it is because I refuse to take the call or I refuse to make the call to hit any buttons because you just want to be careful anytime you're hitting any buttons. Uh, but if somebody actually called me, I would just give them a hard time and have fun with them. But the the deal, a couple, one of two things is going on here probably. This is either some sort of a phishing scam where they will get you on the phone and start getting information from you on your mortgages, on your financial situation, and they'll say, well, we need your social security number so we can get you a great rate on a mortgage, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe a total outright scam. Or it could just be a deal where somebody's trying to sell refinancing at just really ridiculous costs or rates and it's it's a legit business but it's smarmy you know it's scam light but one way or another this is a bad bad deal 
ignore those calls and I keep hoping for the day when the phone companies, the cellular companies now, I guess, will find a way to block those things. There's got to be a way to do it. But in the interim, if you get a call from a number you don't recognize, let it go. If you get a text from somebody promising you something, a prize, you know, telling you you've got to contact them about your uh, energy bill or your car warranty. I, I had one. I got one in the mail that was a yellow card. And it says, uh, contact us immediately about your mortgage refinance. And it had the name of the bank through which I refinanced. And I had just refinanced. So I'm thinking, and it's a bright yellow card. I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, there's something wrong. So I call the number. And it was all about trying to sell me a home warranty. So that's the other thing it could be. Are you a homeowner? We want to sell you a home warranty. Are you a homeowner? We want to sell you solar panels. Are you a homeowner? We want to sell you a water filtration system. Whatever it might be, it is some sort of a dirty double dealing scoundrel on the other end of the line or the other end of the text. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad you shared them. Please share scams. We love scam sharing on the, on the podcast because it's about money, talking real money, protecting real money, investing real money, saving real money, all those things you do with real money. So, um, please, please share those at 855-935-TALK or at talkingrealmoney.com on the contact form. And this call actually came in as two calls. So I edited them together for um, continuity, and I hope you, yeah, never mind. So I edited the two together. Hi, my name is Dave, and I've heard you talk about in the past uh, alternatives to investing in real estate. For example, if you don't want to be a landlord and deal with kicking out tenants or buying storage units, complexes or something, uh, you had some uh, other ideas I don't remember what they were, maybe index funds or something, but if you could review that, that would be awesome because I have friends that are, you know, flipping houses and doing really well with specific deals. And uh, I'd probably like to diversify a little better than just focusing on certain individuals and trusting everything with them. Although they do pay a high percentage, these uh, private lending uh, deals are like 10% plus points and stuff like that. So thanks. And then I have another friend who's doing 6% and they're both doing really well and I trust them. So I guess my risk, my risk tolerance would be kind of high. Um, but again, I know you guys have recommended other ways to invest in real estate. And if you could review that, that'd be great. Thanks. You remember 2008, 2009, uh, if you were in the white hot real estate market, so Phoenix, Las Vegas, parts of Florida. You were making money hand over fist. People were flipping properties left and right. They were flipping them week to week and making substantial double and triple digit returns and paying a lot to, to get capital to get the next house, just like what you're talking about in the Puget Sound area. And guess what? Like everything else speculative, it works right up until it doesn't. And often it's the people who got in first to do the best, and it's the ones who arrive to the party late who get the leavings or just get left out or end up getting burned. Um, I, I, Unless your risk tolerance is Vegas-level risk tolerance, 
I wouldn't touch a single one of those deals, no matter how good these people are and how nice these people are. You don't want to mix business and friendship. You don't avoid that at all costs. Um, and eventually a 10% per year return from real estate is not sustainable or 11. It's not sustainable. Now, what we do talk about is real estate investment trusts. Real estate investment trusts are portfolios of high quality. Well, could be lower quality. They're just portfolios of real estate. Lots and lots and lots of real estate. And Vanguard has a couple of really terrific real estate funds. Well, fund and an ETF. Uh, and the ETF is you can buy through anyone without paying commissions or anything. Its expense ratio is ridiculously low at 0.12%. Uh, just ridiculously low. And what it is, is it's a fund of REITs. So you're not buying any one REIT. For example, in this portfolio is American Tower, which is the biggest cellular tower uh Builder and, and, and lessor in the country. Crown Castle, Public Storage, Simon Property, the you know, the mall people, Digital Realty Trust, SBA Communications, all of these real estate, and they're just real estate. So they're they're both a growth vehicle and an income vehicle. They don't pay out 10% because part of the return is going to be the growth in the value of the properties. They yield about two and a half percent, maybe a little bit more. But it is well diversified, not scary, makes great sense for the real estate portion of your portfolio because we believe the key to successful investing is diversification, 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 followed by, this is a direct quote from William Sharp, the Nobel Prize winner, followed by keep costs low, keep costs low, keep costs low. So I'd go with the REIT. Let's see, where are we at? Oh my gosh, we've done six so far. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's the number you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And here's our last call for this Friday. Hello, gentlemen. My name is David. I'm new to your podcast. I came through the... Um, anyway, regardless of that, I had a question about... You guys mentioned VT a lot, and I was just wondering if there, what are the equivalents... Uh, of that in uh, for Fidelity and Schwab, I, I have those two that I'm barely starting to invest in. I have about a 15-year time frame to invest. Oh, I came to Clark Howard. I heard him on heard you guys on there. I've been listening a bit. I like what you guys talk about. Thank you. I knew when you were thinking about who you listened to, I knew it was Clark because we're doing some advertising on the Clark Howard show because we like Clark. We think Clark is like this really nice fit for us. He's he's less investing and more consumer issues. And and investing is not really his forte. So it's kind of a cool adjunct to Clark. Um, and thanks for listening. And I hope we do help. VT, love VT, love VT because it's it's got it's an all-in-one fund. You get the whole planet you really do yeah it's overweighted to large cap but that's normal because it's a market cap fund vt is by the way it's, you can buy it at schwab because it's an etf you don't need schwab products um so you, you you're good there uh, but 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 at talkingrealmoney.com 
In fact, I'm going to go right now, go to TalkingRealMoney.com, and then scroll down the page a little bit, and you'll see Popular Show Topics. Oh, i got to change the title of this. It says three funds at three groups from last year. And now we have uh, we have a Schwab Mutual Fund Portfolio. We have a Fidelity Mutual Fund Portfolio. And uh, we have an, a, 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 an ETF portfolio using iShares, which you can then get through Schwab or Fidelity or whomever. So go take a look at that. It's at TalkingRealMoney.com. Look at the three funds at three groups. And I'm going to change that to three funds and ETFs. Or three funds at three groups plus ETFs. I don't know. I'll do a subtitle. So check it out. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. And the greatest favor you can do for us is to share the podcast. Because our goal is to try to get everybody in the country, everybody around the world, really, to become a better investor because it's good for all of us. If we get people to stop selling bad products and creating garbage portfolios and ripping people off and misleading and charging too much, it's going to be good for all of us, except for them, of course. But hey, do we care about them? No, we do not. So tell a friend to, or many, 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 you know, put the, uh, share our stuff on Facebook or whatever. And, uh, oh, oh, oh. And just real quick mention, if you have a complex plan, as mentioned earlier in the podcast, we do have a fee only fiduciary firm called Vestory. As a matter of fact, while I was recording this, I got a call from uh, a company, um, uh, smart asset they advertise all over the place and we used them once to see if we could get some clients for our firm and it didn't work for us it didn't work for us at all because it was all people who were like well how much can you guarantee me you know we don't do that we don't play those stupid money games with people and then the guy goes well but we might have a store where we can share the fees with you and i went only if what the sharing is is really really low because we have ridiculously low fees and he goes how low and i said our average fee is like 70 some odd basis points and he goes oh that, that's really low um and so uh, uh we've been doing this for a long time tom and i we're managing a lot of money because people trust us and we appreciate that they do uh but here's the thing <laughs> this is what i meant to get to if you need help we don't deny it to anyone we don't now, we won't help you forever because we need to get paid for that, unless you're a family member of one of our clients. But we will help you. If you've got a portfolio and you are not uh, without great without a great number of peers, if you have a portfolio you do not understand at all, you don't know what you have, well, Set up an appointment with one of our advisors. They're going to go through it with you and go, eh, yeah, yeah, that's really expensive. No, that doesn't fit. That's really a silly idea. You paid a big commission for that, and if these don't fit together, this is a hodgepodge. And here's what you probably want to do. And you don't even have to become a client to, to do that, and there'll be no, no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Set up an appointment or give us a call at 800-386-3004. That's our 
advice firm's number, 800-386-3004. Our phone number for calls and questions, 855-935-TALK. TalkingRealMoney.com is the place to go. I am really, really, really running out of time here. Thank you for being there. Tell a friend. And uh, now I've got to get ready for tomorrow's show with Tom, which, by the way, is live. 855-935-TALK is a live number on Saturdays from 3 to 5 Eastern when we do our live show. So there you go. you got lots of opportunities. Take care of yourselves. Glad you're there. Talk to you soon. I'm Don, hanging out, reading about, and talking real money. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.